Welcome to the Entertainment Engine. Hi, I'm Pete Moore. And my name's Bex Gregory. And together we are the co-hosts of the Entertainment Engine podcast. We are really excited to share more information about our show. The podcast is for new and existing creatives working in music, film and TV. Weekly, we provide our listeners with information, advice and knowledge to help people navigate a career in the entertainment industry. Plus, we have fantastic guests from the world of entertainment who share their stories with us, where we learn from their experience of working in the entertainment business, built in with some fun facts along the way. So be sure to subscribe on your favourite podcast platform. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google Podcasts, plus many others. We look forward to welcoming you to the show. This week, we speak with Los Angeles-based guitarist, vocalist and composer Rocky Kramer, who has been songwriting from an early age. Hailing from Norway, Rocky Kramer is truly a modern-day Viking, poised to take no prisoners as he conquers the hearts, minds and souls of rockers around the world. Rocky is a formidable musician. Rocky hosts a show called Rock and Roll Tuesdays on Twitch and has secured the lead role in a movie called Rockin' In Time. We discuss his early beginnings in Norway and how he found his love for rock music and performing live and touring. We learn about his debut album, Firestorm. We really hope you enjoy the conversation we had with Rocky. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of The Entertainment Engine. And today we have a really special guest, Norwegian rock musician, Rocky Kramer. Rocky, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Very We're good. good. We're good. Awesome. We're good. Yeah. So you're in Los Angeles at the moment, are you? Is that where you're based? Yes. I've been here for uh, actually almost exactly 10 years, which is crazy. <laughs> wow. That's quite a while, isn't it? Where, whereabouts were you actually born in Norway? Uh, I was born in, uh, I don't know how well you know Norway, but I was born in Trondheim. Oh, yeah. Which, nice. And that's the, uh, it's the third largest city. And uh, it's kind of a rockin' town, really. It's, uh, it's, kind of, it's where TNT is from. I don't know if yeah. you, know, if you yeah, don't yeah. know them, but like yeah. the big 80s. That's yeah. like our, yeah. our, our uh, the, it's the one band that we can say, hey, well, them and AHA. But AHA is not from uh, Trondheim, so. No. I'll just say TNT. Yeah. <laughs> I, suppose, I suppose really just a personal question for me, Rocky. What, what, how have you found the transition to sort of Los Angeles, California to Europe? What's been your, the big sort of pluses and sort of minus really? Um, there's definitely a, uh, there's a difference in mentality, which in, in some ways that's good and some, some ways it's bad uh, <laughs> based on certain things that I'm used to. And yeah. I won't get into all the politics of it, but no, I, I, no. I, I, no. I certainly want to, but I, I'm not going to because I like keeping no. things kind no. of neutral in that sense. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I guess there's more more opportunities, I guess, do you think? For especially, your, yeah. The, I mean, the rock is big in Norway, obviously, isn't it? Oh, it's yeah. huge. Yeah, but yeah. It's, yeah. You know, it's interesting because Norway definitely loves, it loves music. It loves very, very heavy uh, metal. I mean, yeah. uh, the, yeah. it's, it's known yeah. for the Norwegian black metal, which yeah. is even it's too intense for me. So <laughs> it's uh, it's definitely known f- for being able to go to the extremes, and that's cool. And and there is sort of an appreciation for that. But if you're looking for uh, 
like the the real opportunities on an international level, it's just those opportunities aren't really there, uh, at least for the most part. I, I just wanted <laughs> I wanted to to uh, do a little. Uh, I play more places than just Norway, I guess. I wanted yeah. to, mm. you know, yeah. be international, and which is why I always wrote music in English. And um, I always wanted to, uh, you know, play all over the world. You know, I want to go to Asia and, and well, obviously play all over the U.S. and South America and all those, all those places. And yeah, yeah, it's just that when you're a Norwegian artist, it's like okay, you're gonna play thirty dates in Norway. <laughs> okay, you know, yeah. and, and, and you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But I just no. wanted to expand. I, you know, I, I, I think that the, you know, we live in a very interesting planet, and I wanted to, I wanted, I want to explore. Yeah, yeah, I no, see, I, yeah. I wanna see a bit of the world. I mean, exactly. the one thing that we would say mm-hmm. as well, Rocky, because you obviously you're from, obviously I wouldn't say our neck of the woods, but obviously you're from Europe, so you you right. understand when when I sort of say to you that. It's interesting you're in the States and the States have some great festivals, but coming back to the UK and Europe, we just have some of the best festivals in the world. Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah. I, I think the whole European festival uh, circuit is is pretty mm. impressive. I mean, it's it's amazing how you, how you can get all those people in, in one place, listen to all those different bands, you know, often all day. Yeah. And people, yeah. are, people are enjoying it. They're like, yeah, yeah. I've been here all day and, you know. You know, it's yeah. been crazy, but I'm here. Lost yeah. half my hearing, but you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. okay. Well, funny, funny you mentioned that because a lot, a lot of the festivals that I did, I was involved with, and that's some of the agents that I would go with, and you know, they would go and explore till midnight, two o'clock in the morning, and come back with some really obscure bands that they found or they liked, and it's just about really that experience, and you sort of come mm. away thinking, God, I just saw some really great music, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that it's actually. A great way to exp- uh, or, or to yeah to explore and, and to discover music because a lot of these bands that normally play for maybe a few maybe a thousand or five thousand people are now playing for fifty thousand and it's just such a great opportunity uh, for these bands to to actually get uh, some like a real audience to to hear what they have to 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 offer and it's it's a it's a it's a great thing I think like festivals are really I I hope that they they'll be back soon i i don't really know about the whole festival situation in europe right now but uh, i know there's a lot of them that have been cancelled or postponed i'm not sure also as well because we had good friends didn't we back in july rocky that run um more of americana country festival called black deer um becky and i attended it last year and they were the first festival potentially to come out of the pandemic and it sadly mm-hmm. didn't go ahead did it yeah, which no, was which didn't. was a shame oh. Right, uh, and they're about fifteen. Was it about fifteen thousand? Yeah, slightly smaller. Yeah, but it, yeah, still a lot still of people. A good yeah, still a good yeah. festival. Yeah, so that was a shame. Um, so hopefully they'll be back next year. Yeah, I think twenty twenty two we'll see more. Hopefully yeah. things will improve and and hopefully yeah. Rocky one day yeah. will headline the Isle of Wight Festival exactly. for it. How about that? <laughs> to the UK. I would love to. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be that really would be cool, cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, we'll be there rocking out. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. We'll, we'll be selling t-shirts for you in all sorts. How about that? <laughs> Perfect. Sounds oh, good. Yeah. Can we can we fast forward to that? Yeah, we can. Oh, yeah, we can. Yeah, yeah. I think I think because Becky and I never went this year, but Duran Duran headlined, and you had Snow Patrol, Ooh. and David Guetta, and um, mm-hmm. Liam Gallagher, and you sort of think, oh, hang on, you know, yeah. I just want to go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Festivals yeah. can be a lot of fun because. 
you, you get all these all these big bands uh, on on the same stage. It's just uh, it's it's I mean over like one weekend or something. I mean you get to see all these legends in, yeah. in one. Yeah. Like yeah, it's just amazing. I think it's incredible. Yeah. 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 It's very cool. Very cool. But um, just going back to the beginning, really, for you, Rocky, because you grew Mm -hmm. up in such a musical family with your mum being a skilled pianist and vocalist, and your father was a violinist as well, wasn't Mm -hmm. he? So, you know, you were surrounded by music at home, weren't you? So it must have been a real inspiration for you, really, growing up. Yeah. uh, It was definitely a part of our our lives, just sort of by default. I mean, my my brother and I, we we, we grew up in that. It was just a. uh, it, was, it was us, and then unfortunately, my mom passed away when I was five. So oh. before that, yeah, it it was kind of it was more like that was their job. Like uh, my mom was was teaching piano, mm. and she was singing in a choir, and my, my father was a first violinist in the Trondheim Symphony Orchestra. Yeah, that yeah. was that was their job, yeah. and we were you know we were little kids, and we were learning how to talk and all those things, you know those little things. But then when she passed away, it was kind of around the time that both my brother and I. W- became interested in 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 playing an instrument ourselves, and uh, there were two pianos in the house, so that made it kind of easy to just pick one up and start messing with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, my my father wanted actually my brother to play violin, and uh, he um, you know he tried, and it, it it didn't it wasn't his instrument. Like he was trying to play like an ambulance, like a. <laughs> Which is really just you know you're moving yeah. one finger up and down and uh, yeah. and uh, uh, he was trying he was trying to do that and I was watching this and I was thinking you know I think I can do that uh, while he was kind of like trying to figure it out I was just kind of playing air violin which is like the less cooler version of air guitar <laughs> and uh, uh, just kind of like I think I can do this and it was just sort of in my blood to play violin so that so I tried it. Uh, I did it right away, and and I ended up taking violin lessons after that, and my brother ended up playing piano. So basically, uh, our parents' instruments were, were transferred, uh, you know, one generation uh, uh, below them, and uh, all of a sudden, you know, we had another generation of piano and uh, and violin in the house, and of course, it was not at a professional level; it was very very horrible sounding, I'm sure, for a few <laughs> years. But but uh, that's how I learned music, and that's how I learned how to play an instrument. Yeah. And I took lessons for many years, and I played a lot of concerts and recitals, and you know, senior folks' homes, and you know, yeah, yeah. making you know, ninety-year-old mm-hmm. grandma fall asleep. So <laughs> you know, it, it's one of those things that you yeah. you know, you you get so used to performing and doing and learning music and playing it in front of people that. When I started playing guitar, it just mm-hmm. felt natural. Yeah, and uh, it was just uh, you know it was an easy transition because I, even though I, I became more interested in rock and roll pretty early on than classical music because you know when you talk to your friends in school, you know do you like Mozart? You know, <laughs> it's like uh, yeah. I think I like ACDC. It's like oh okay, yeah okay. Uh, <laughs> I, can, I guess I'll I'll get one of those CDs. But yeah, uh, yeah that, so <laughs> it it's uh you know it was cool being being the violinist in the sense that it's something that a lot of people can't do but I also just I was more drawn towards the rock and roll thought that was a bit cooler. <laughs> yeah, ab- <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And also um oh no sorry to hear about your mom and um mm. but oh thank the you. The only thing to say is uh from from my perspective is um 
she's obviously still with you every every day mm-hmm. and um probably a lot of your personality comes out would you say your your personality a lot like your mum or, or more like your your dad you know it, it's always it, that's always going to be a huge question mark for me because she passed away when i was 5 and yeah, yeah. that whole era before that a lot of it i don't remember and a lot no. of it are you know their memories that I mean, there there are a few memories that I remember very well, and there are some that I kind of remember, but for the most part, it's just there's like a it's a it's a canvas that's missing a lot of uh, of a lot of the painting, and uh, I've been trying to sort of fill in the blanks. My obviously, my father has told me a lot about her, and there are things that I can sort of recognize just just from the stories I've heard. Yeah. Uh, about mm-hmm. her and uh, and that helps, but uh, it's 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 tough, you know. It's like I don't really remember her voice. I don't remember much of yeah, what yeah. she was like. So it's 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 you know it's it's a tough thing. Yeah, but she's but it's, proud it's, of herself. Yeah, wow. she's proud. She's very yeah, proud. very proud. Yeah, exactly. well, thank you. Thank you for exactly. That. Exactly. No, no, absolutely, absolutely. You, you know, your mum's your mum at the end of the day. Um, That's right. And who really are some of your biggest musical influences in your career, who would you say sort of your, the influence, influences that uh, sort of helped you sort of get to this point really from mm-hmm. you, from a musical perspective? Mm-hmm. Well, from an early, uh, early age, I remember like one of the first bands I ever heard was the Beatles and uh, Pink Floyd. They were like the, I would say the very early influences. Yeah. And uh, I was also a, like a Kiss fan, which is definitely different, but uh, Kind of mm. like that. Um, cool. I like I like guitar music. Yeah, uh, I, I can put it that way. I yeah. I like the sound of a, of a of a of an electric guitar, and that's I think that's what I was drawn towards early on. So yeah. d- definitely, like, I mean, a lot of like like Pink Floyd to me wasn't even uh, you know music. It's like this this you know it takes you on a journey, and I think that was really special, and that's something that I always keep in mind of when I write music. That okay. It's not just a song, you know, it doesn't have to be a song about, oh, I like spaghetti, you know, I mean, you, you can actually write, you know, something that almost uh, hypnotizes you because that's kind of what Pink Floyd does uh, to me or did you know, back then. It was like, yeah. whoa, what yeah. is this? You know, how do they do yeah. that? Yeah. And uh, I guess a lot of it had to do with synthesizers and all that and uh, effects. It was a lot of effects, but um, it's about how you put all those things together and create that one sound so that when you're listening to it you don't even think about the fact that there's a hundred things going on and you just oh my god what is this yeah what is this yeah yeah (laughs) yeah exactly yeah 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 and then it sort of defines who you are as well you know just from listening to that style of music from early age it's not until you're later on in life that you think oh you know this is what's creating who you are you know and who you want to be why Um, did that inspire me and stuff like that yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah it's very interesting when you when you become an adult and you start looking back on all the things that you you did or or listened to when you were a child because when you're a child you don't really understand a lot of Mm. things like you're watching a movie and you're thinking like batman is real and and (laughs) you know and then you realize that no no it's it's a guy in a costume it's 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 all it's all fake you know it's all filmed in real places you know gotham you know it's not real what Uh, you know and yeah. uh, you have to you have to always keep in mind that everything that is entertainment is created and uh, yeah. it's it's something that somebody said you know let's make this let's do this let's do that 
and uh, we spent, we're going to spend a lot of money on this. We're going to do this and that, and we're going to uh, promote it. And there's a whole machine behind that. And mm-hmm. when you're a kid, you're just thinking, wow, you know, this is, you know, this is amazing. Yeah. But yeah. 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 Then true. you realize that you can actually do that yourself mm-hmm. if you learn how. And, and I think that, I think that's maybe the biggest inspiration for me was always, I wonder if I can do that. You know, mm-hmm. like, is that, that, that question, can I yeah. do what they do? Yeah. Because that's always, you know, what it ends up being at the end of the day is. Exactly. You know, what, what are we capable of? So true. Yeah, wow. absolutely. Cause, yeah. And it's been a really exciting time for you because you released your debut album, uh, Firestorm, mm. in August 2019, which is a great achievement. And how, how was the album received, you know, by the public? Did you get some really great feedback on that? Yeah, uh, it, it was good. It was good. Um, so it, it, was, uh, it was a concept album. So mm-hmm. uh, because, again, I was, you know, influenced by Pink Floyd and, and Dream Theater and a lot of other bands that kind of wanted to make an album that was all together so it does have that uh of you know it's a little cryptic in a sense so some people would say i'm not sure what it's about but you know maybe i'll figure it out someday you know um but i i think that it, it's a personal album mm. so in some ways it may it may not make sense just yet to everyone but uh you know over time i think they will mm. and uh but uh, you know, it, it was a, it was mostly positive. I think it, it was uh, it, it was it was well received. But it, we didn't really get to promote it as much as we wanted to because of the pandemic. Yeah, because yeah. we yeah. were going to tour, yeah, yeah, you know, all over the world, and we only got to tour the UK. Yeah. So which was which was awesome. It was fun. Uh, it was great. But uh, we didn't get to tour the, the US, so we, we feel like we got shortchanged a little bit. So. Yeah. Um, now we're just kind of moving on to the next one to, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. keep uh, the train rolling. That's right. Well, that's, I think that's, that's what, what um, music is, though, isn't mm-hmm. it? It's, it's if someone grabs an album, they've not heard a band before, and it sits with them for a while, and you think, oh, actually, mm-hmm. I really like that now. And it's funny how music can just sort of grab you, and you think, where did that come from? So I think mm-hmm. it might not be this generation, Rocky, but you might have other generations that come along, find your music, and go, where was this? What, what, why? Yeah. I think that's a good uh-huh. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I think that uh, I like I wrote this album uh, when I was uh, well, mostly when I was sixteen, and it was really a sort of it's like an internal this all like a th- huge thought process. Like all my thoughts were just written down and 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 turned into music. And sometimes it's it's like trying to take a uh, I guess it's when they make a movie out of a, a book that's a thousand pages, and and you know you, you just can't fit everything in. So you you end up having to shorten things down and all that, but I think that if, if I explain it to you, I, I mean I could make a book about the album, and the hmm. book could be like a thousand pages, and it would just be like, okay, this line talks about, you know, these next five pages is is just this one line because it, it just uh, it talks about a lot. So it's I think it's a I think it's an interesting album to mm. to uh, decipher if people are interested. Yeah, but I think that's what's great about music, though, isn't it? Because yeah. to mm-hmm. once to when you hear a song to to one person, it can mean something, and then other people can interpret, and it could mean something to them in a different way. So I think that's yes. why some people like discovering new music because yeah. it means something personal to them. It's something well, everyone gets something different out of something. Yeah, so. yeah, definitely. It's, yeah. It's, it's a it's a good thing you said that because uh, I get a lot of feedback about the music, and and I do actually get you know. 
a lot of different thoughts about what the song is about. So, you know, one person will say, oh, it's about this. And another person will say, you know, to me, it means this. And I think it's about this. And I'm thinking, you know, it's great because when I wrote it, it was about something completely different. But the fact that it means something, you know, something else to you is great because that's, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, no, it's great. And, I suppose just talking about some of the influences, obviously, because you've got, you know, there's Foo Fighters in your sound, you know, you've got that Queen, mm-hmm. you know, Pink Floyd, like we just spoke about. But if you could name, say, one ultimate artist or, you know, that you would class as your favourite that you would want to maybe collaborate with, um, is there anybody that, oh. would, you know, that you would go, I've got to do this, you wow, know? Wow, that's like, a big question. It's <laughs> a tough one. It's but, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- that's always a, that's always a tough one because I uh, there are a lot of different influences. I mean, if, if as a, as a guitar player, yeah, I feel like there's I, I had a, a like a big. Uh, I feel like I I changed a lot because of uh, Ingve Malmsteen, uh, yeah. who is a yeah, Swedish yeah. guitar player. Yeah, but he's yeah. kind of he brought in that classical influence into the rock into the rock, mm-hmm. which was kind of I mean it had kind of been done with. Uh, Randy Rhodes and and Richie Blackmore, yeah. but yeah, he yeah. kind of took it to the the very uh, to the to the extreme. Like he was just kind of turning Paganini into a into a shredding guitar player, which mm-hmm. is which is a very interesting thing to me. And bringing in those influences from classical music, whether it, you know it could be like harpsichords or uh, you know choirs, and and it's, I just I I never heard anything like that. I just thought that was really, really interesting. So I think that in terms of who I can relate to the most, I would probably say Ingrid Malmsteen. And mm-hmm. definitely, if I can do anything with David Gilmore, I, I you know, would <laughs> always say yes. I don't care if I'm asleep and they give me the, give me the call. I'll just, just get out of bed and <laughs> yeah. get, get out of out. bed. No. Yeah. <laughs> Grab some coffee and go, basically. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. That would be cool. Maybe we can have a word. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hello, David. Uh, yeah. yeah. By the way. By the way. Could, 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 but, Rocky, you say that. If you don't ask, you never get. So That's a lot of the true. times you get a no, but sometimes the universe says, do you know what? I'll give you a yesterday. So you never know. Yeah. You never know. Exactly. And uh, it's actually, uh, if you want to hear my, my, my very brief uh, uh, David Gilmore story. Mm. Yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. When I, when I uh, first started in um uh in la and i was about to record the album um the, the producer of uh, uh, kim richards he actually had worked on the wall uh, as an engineer oh, wow. and oh, cool. yeah. he actually he actually sent some of the songs to david gilmore and he responded saying that i was a melodic shredder wow, wow. so so uh which in his case it saying that someone is a shredder because he's obviously not mm. you know it can be a bad thing but but in in this case he meant it as a as a good thing saying that you know it's shredding with uh with purpose i guess yes yeah with melody absolutely. which which is wow. what it's all about i i i've never been into the playing a lot of notes for no reason i i, I do put a lot of thought into what i play even though sometimes it goes, goes into you know turbo mode <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And and also as well, Rocky, I mean, you've been described as one of the strongest, most poignant guitarists since Hendrix. Yeah. I mean, this must be a great honour for you. I mean, that's that's nuts. That's to be amazing. With you. 
That, yeah, that's yeah. very generous, and I uh, appreciate. It. I'll I'll take the compliment, but I just won't repeat it. <laughs> won't repeat it. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a big, big statement. That is a isn't big it? statement. I mean, but, amazing. Yeah. But I mean, we've obviously seen obviously on YouTube and yeah. watched your and you know watch. watched your album launch, and oh, just really cool. It's just nice to see people getting up and having really good fun, enjoying what they do, playing some music, yeah. and not doing the mm-hmm. usual, oh, I'm here and I don't really want to be here. Didn't pick up any of that with you. It was like, I'm no. great to be here. I want to play some oh. music. But Go for it. You make it look so effortless, though. Yeah, and I, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Just the way you play. It's just, yeah. the te- <laughs> I, I, te- technically, it's uh, brilliant, you know. Um, it, right, yeah. I always like when people say, like, you make it look effortless because I always think about how much time I spend to make it look effortless, you know, because <laughs> yeah. everything everything comes from preparation, you know. It's, yeah, it's, practice makes It's all perfect. about uh, a lot of practice. I mean, I can definitely, if I didn't play guitar for a week, well, maybe not a week, but for like a month, it would it, it would be, it would sound a little rough, I think. So it's, mm. it, there's definitely a benefit to uh, uh, always practicing. I mean, that's a really, yeah. a, that's the secret, I think. Yeah, yeah. How many hours a day do you sort of, do you have a sort of set, like I'm going to do it for a couple of hours or do you sort of do it throughout the day? Or is it, have you got sort of a routine? I, I mean, I, sp- I really spend most of my day doing something related to music. Yeah. So I play, I try to play guitar at least. I mean, I don't play guitar as much as I did when I was maybe a little younger. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, like when I was 14, I, I could, if I had, if I wasn't going to school, I could play guitar all day, but I, I don't, I, I don't really, I, I have to be careful about uh, saying that because I don't want to suggest that anyone should play guitar all day. Cause I don't think it's necessarily beneficial, mm-hmm. but I think that it may be at least two hours a day. I think it's a good, yeah. it's a good amount, but mm-hmm. make sure that if you are playing more than that, that you're playing, you're, you're working on something. I, it, it's important to actually take advantage of it. It's not, if you're just, um, you know, messing around for, eight hours a day you're not making any progress i I know a lot of people that um they spend a lot of time playing guitar but they're not really you know they're not working on anything so it's not developing in any Mm -hmm. any way that's actually a good good point that's actually a a really good point Mm, makes sense it does make sense spend your time wisely yeah (laughs) yeah of course yeah exactly exactly Exactly. Simple advice, but it, uh, it it does work though. I, I th- yeah, but I think the simple advice is sometimes the best advice, really, because you, yeah. you right. go around and yeah. you think about it. And you think, oh, actually, you know, maybe when your dad said something to you, and you think, what are you talking about? And then two years later, you go, oh, actually, my dad was right on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So throughout lockdown, Rocky, I know it's been a really big challenge for live, and we sort of touched on you, yeah. you know, with your album launch and coming to the UK. So do you have any festivals planned for the rest of this year or next year? Is there a tour coming up? Which countries? You know, how is that working out for you at the moment, and what can we expect? Mm. We're um, we are we are trying to we're supposed to do a U.S. tour in 2020, so we're trying to get that back. But that tour that we were supposed to be on, uh, I think, I mean, it should happen. It, it was with some some big bands. Uh, it was kind of uh, it wasn't really a festival, but it was kind of like a like a mini festival. There were some really big bands gonna, that were going to play a lot of dates in in the U.S. I, um, hopefully, that's going to still happen, and we'll be a part of that. If not, we're going to have to go with somebody else. But um, so so that's we definitely want to do the whole U.S. and we want we we never played the uh, the rest of Europe, so we want to do that. And we're also talking about doing the Strawberry Festival in in China, which okay. would be 
Yeah, uh, that would be a big thing. Um, I don't know much yeah. about uh, festivals in the in in the UK or anything just yet, but hopefully something will open up uh, soon. Cool. It's 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 a it's a little tricky right now because it's kind of like uh, right now there are you know every artist in the world wants to go on tour. And there's only so many venues and only so many festivals and only so many slots. It used yeah. to be that yeah. you had certain amount of bands that would go on tour because they're promoting an album. And then you have the other band, other half of the bands are in the studio recording their next album. So you could kind of, you know, you're kind of trading places in a way. But right mm -hmm. now it's like everybody's like, okay, we, we got to go out there and, and play again. So it makes it a little bit harder for the, you know, the little guy. To um to make <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. uh to make that that to to get those spots to be able to kind of um yeah be able to play proper shows so I uh, temporarily I've, I've been actually been streaming on Twitch I've been doing mm. sort of live concert from home basically oh that's good yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah taking advantage of um you know online it's it's a good way isn't it now where we were in lockdown i mean loads of people just yeah, were yeah. going live streaming and things like that so it works out really well so you can interact with your fans which Things is good as well with yeah. rocky's music and what he's doing i mean he's it certainly leads to obviously norway mm. germany the mm -hmm. uk finland serbia you know there's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of countries yeah. with some really really big festivals that but i the, the one positive i think as well rocky i think because of people are you know, chomping at the bit for live. And I think the new generation's coming mm. through. Mm -hmm. I, th I think on one side, you're right. And on another thing, I, th I think other opportunities are going to open up because I think promoters are going to be inundated with, you know, more acts. And mm. there may be right. new shows coming along, new festivals. I don't know, but I think the possibilities are going to be quite, quite interesting going yeah. forward. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I think so. And uh, the, the other thing is that there are, there's sort of this sort of, um, we're kind of replacing there's a lot of bands going out on farewell tours right now so mm -hmm. uh you know there, I, i'm you know rolling stones i think are are probably now with charlie watts uh you know uh, yeah. passing away yeah. it's, it's probably yeah, it's they're probably going to be done i mean i don't know i mean i i, I shouldn't say anything because you know those guys they seem to be uh they're like they're not even human you know they're 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 amazing in, in that respect that like they mm. they they've kept going for so long and they probably mm. don't want to stop but there are some bands that are trying to call it quits you know kiss are doing a farewell tour and white mm. snake is is saying goodbyes and so i i think that at some point there are there, you know you when you can't go see the big classics we need some new classics and hopefully you know that's something that uh you know, we need like that new generation of rock and roll, and I, I definitely want to be one of those bands. You know, one one of those artists. Why not? Wow, don't see why not. Why not? There's no reason. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, you know, it, it's um, it's a tough business. So you know, you, you always want you you don't I, I don't want to I don't want to take anything for granted. But no. I definitely uh you know I'm I'm ready to ready to rock. You know, for as long as I'm I'm able to do it exactly. yeah well that's what you can do i mean you yeah. know the the entertainment industry i mean music industry in general is it can be challenging mm -hmm. at times um absolutely i mean right. is there anything that you found just throughout your career anything that really sort of stands out that frustrates you about the entertainment industry anything that you would change if you could is it what, what's been um, the, you know what's been a pain a pain for you yeah <laughs> the, the, the real pain i i think that 
in all honesty, it's it's when you look at. Uh, I don't even even necessarily have to be very personal about this, but mm-hmm. I think my biggest advice is if you want to be in the in the music industry, it's really mm-hmm. important to uh, read about the people that inspire you and and read their story and see mm-hmm. the things that they've been through, because what you realize is that the music industry is not really so much about you know what 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 happened it's it's about all the things that didn't happen and for some reason it ended up being what it is but mm-hmm. it really wasn't going to be like that and there was all this and all this and that and and there's all these uh there's there's a lot of things that uh a lot of things that don't work out yeah so you just have to say okay it's not you know it's not real until it's real mm-hmm. so uh there's because there's a lot of you know, if, if if I told you about all the opportunities that have been offered and all the all the things that uh, we were talking about doing that didn't happen, mm. then it's like okay, we got this long list of okay, yeah. these things didn't happen, and and you just have to have the attitude that okay, those things didn't happen, but this is what did happen, and this is what can happen in the future, and just kind of you're just gonna have to stay positive because there will be mm. uh, there will be a lot of rejection. It's kind of like when you're an actor. I'm sorry. When you're an actor and uh, and you're just auditioning day after day after day, and uh, uh, and you don't get any roles after a hundred auditions and maybe five hundred auditions, and then maybe finally you do get something, yeah. and then all of a sudden it's really fun. Like I I'm gonna be in a movie now. It's called Rockin' in Time. Yeah, we that's saw after that. doing yeah. all kinds of all kinds of. Uh, 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 commercial auditions and all kinds of weird stuff where I'm, you know, okay, just stand still for 30 seconds. Uh, okay. And then I didn't get it. It's like, uh, how can I, not, how can I get standing still for 30 seconds wrong? I mean, how is it possible? But, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, stand like yeah. a statue. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Whatever you say, boss. Yeah. But, uh, you know, so it, it's just, you know, if you yeah. get used to the idea that, uh, the, uh, you know, it's just the reward from all the hard work is when you actually do get to do things. And I mean, I've, you know, I've done some cool stuff. I mean, I was just uh, doing a 9-11 event with uh, Joy Belladonna from Anthrax. You know, that's a big band. You know, that's, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So it, yeah. It, it's cool doing, doing, uh, you know, big things with, with, with big people. That, that's, that's, you know, it's an honor, you know, being able to sort of be a part of that whole thing because, I think that uh, if you want to be in this industry, you don't want to be just, uh, you don't want to be a loner. You don't want to be just, you know, uh, crunched up in a, in a corner by yourself. You know, mm. you want to, uh, you want to be friends with people and you want to be nice and respectful. And I think yeah. that's, uh, you know, that's the key. Yeah. Because it's such a small industry. Everybody knows yeah. somebody. Yeah. So <clears throat> yeah, like you say, it's, it goes a long way to just be kind be nice and just you know you got to network haven't you in this industry and get involved and just put yourself out there and it's difficult i mean it's, it's and it's yeah. interesting you say that as well rocky because i think you know we all mm-hmm. go through it you know becky goes through it i go through it people we work we go through it and you think you're the only one because you think oh, i've just done 50 opportunities nothing's happened i've just done mm-hmm. another 50 and nothing's happened and i think it's sometimes quite I wouldn't say easy, but you do get a bit jaded and you think, oh, dear me. So when you actually are talking to your peers or we're having conversations mm. with yourself, you sort of feel well, you're not the only one that things have just not happened for because it hap- it's mm. the same for everybody, really. Yeah. Yeah, uh, definitely. And and I, I, I've i been very fascinated when I, I, I've been reading a lot of stories about, you know, 
even, I mean, not necessarily the very biggest rock bands, but the ones, maybe people that were involved with them, or maybe they were a band member of a big band, and then they're not a band member anymore. And then all of a sudden they're, you know, they can barely pay rent. Or it's like, you read all these stories, like the reality of, of, of being in a rock band or something. It's, it's not always as glamorous as, as it may be portrayed in, in movies and, uh, and all that. But mm. uh, I think once you realize that, okay, you're doing this and you're getting to do things that most people can't, you know, maybe, uh, you know, try not to complain too much, you know, as long as, as long as you're not living on the streets, I guess. Yeah, well, yeah. We don't want but, that. Uh, no, no. no. Yeah, no but, but I, I was I was reading a. Um, no. uh, it was the, uh, when 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 Kiss uh, lost their or didn't lose uh, when Ace Frehley left Kiss back in 1982. They had they it was replaced by Vinnie Vincent, and Vinnie Vincent had a car with no uh, no floor, like a Flintstone, <laughs> like Flintstones. Wow. wow. <laughs> and I'm wow. thinking now that's that's very. That that's extreme. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. I mean, I I, I can't uh, say that I've I've ever lived like that, but you know, it's 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 kind of interesting when you read how almost like how how desperate uh, some people uh, have been right before they became you know a, a big a big uh, a, a big name. So it's just yeah. it's kind yeah. of crazy. Yeah, it uh, is surprising. And, and, you know, yeah, yeah. A lot of people yeah. even like they've told stories about. Well, I was just about to give up, and then uh, then I was offered this, and I said, "Okay, I'll be back." You know, it's like a lot of actors kind of do that. What they, you know, mm-hmm. I never thought I would ever get a gig. I was about to retire, and then all of a sudden this came up, and, and then all of a sudden they were back. It's like wow. So yeah. it's, yeah. Uh, I guess it's you know, it's really important to be passionate about what you do, and uh, you know, always work mm-hmm. hard and and show people that you work hard, and that's pretty easy these days with social media because you can just post everything you do on on the internet and uh, maybe you know maybe different people will see it yeah hopefully a lot of people will see it wow exactly exactly and also the other thing that you sort of brought up earlier as well rocky is that you can't really hide so when you said that performers some performers or all performers are lucky to what they do it's not you know not luck but it's a lot of hard work a lot of Mm. tenacity Mm -hmm. and talent so you know, I sort of think when you put in that position and you're portraying to, to do that, it's still a lot, of, a lot of hard work that a lot of people mm. don't really understand yeah. or see. So when no. I'm talking to even some of my friends and, you know, if mm-hmm. I've tour managed a band or I've put a festival on and I say, you don't really see the bit that, say, Rocky's coming in from Norway and he's coming into England and then he's, you've got to get him on a tour bus from England and he's got to go, you know, back to Sweden or he's got to go. People don't understand right. that that mm-hmm. mechanics. Mm. And it's a fine line between me and Becky dealing with you to make sure you get away okay, to actually managing the festival, to make sure you're okay, your team's okay. And people don't see that. They don't really understand that side of it. They just think that you turn up in this big bus, go and do a show, and, and everything's all great. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, that's very, very true. It's very true. Like when you think about just all the work that is put into uh, almost, I mean, everything you do, I mean, maybe, maybe particularly touring, because touring is for everyone mm-hmm. is is kind of a nightmare because you have to have you have to have you know either hotels you have to have buses and you have to have and like we were on tour and and, and we got a flat and we and you know and, and one of the tires almost went out it's things that there's always something happening that 
Yeah. Uh, and I, some of the stuff was just kind of crazy. And yeah. you, you, you know, like, people don't realize that when you show up at, at that venue, you might be completely exhausted because you maybe got two hours of sleep. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you, you yeah. weren't able to do some of the things that you normally would, would do before a show. So, yeah. so it's like there's all this preparation that is, is basically, I think like Michael Jackson said that when it comes to touring, the reason why you do it is the, the time you spend on stage because everything else is just, you know, it can be, it's just chaos. Yeah. And it's just because, and, and that's the way it is. You're just always, uh, there's always, uh, there's always a problem that needs to be solved. And as long as yeah. you're, in yeah. the right mindset and you're saying okay we're we're going to get we're going to get there we're going to we're going to figure it out mm. and of course you know we went to england and i brought this very fancy uh, effects processor so i'll have like a great guitar sound and of course it doesn't work oh, <laughs> and, we got, like, <laughs> and we find this out you know uh during sound check and mm. we're supposed to play in maybe 30 minutes like there's no way to fix it so oh, no. all i have is an amp it doesn't have much distortion or anything. So, I mean, my metal songs turn into like a country song you know, in, 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 a, in a minute. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's like, wait a second, what is this? You know, what did we sign up for? So, and you just have to, and, and that's one of the times when it's like, okay, we had to get a distortion pedal and, and you know, just kind of had to yeah. make it work. You got to work with what, you, what you've got and, and always have the mentality that, okay, we can fix this. We'll we'll figure it out. Yeah. You know, yeah. we don't have to freak out. We don't have <laughs> yeah. to. We don't have to cancel the tour or anything. Uh, you know, we no, can just no, we're, no, we're no. gonna do this as long as we're as long as we're alive and and <laughs> yeah. well. You know, don't yeah. worry about it because yeah. we'll, we'll figure it out. The show must go, go on. on. The show must go on. Go exactly. On. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. How did um <laughs> obviously Beck and I from the UK, Rocky? How did um we're hoping to hear that the UK um welcomed you well. How did it go? It was actually it was it was really it was really fun. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I, you know, it's funny because I never really been to the UK before. I've always been to Heathrow because I've, you know, <laughs> okay. I, I go to Norway and yeah, yeah. I have to, or in most cases, yeah. go to Norway through Heathrow or something. Mm -hmm. I have yeah. to yeah. take at least two planes, sometimes three, which is kind of a wow. pain, Different. but it, it's okay. Yeah. Um, so this was really my first experience. Uh, uh, going to uh, well, we went to London and Cardiff and a lot, uh, um, uh, Blackpool and Southampton. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember yeah. all the all the places we okay. played. We played okay. a lot okay. of places. It, it was yeah. a lot of fun, and cool. um, the people yeah. were very nice. They uh, we opened up for Buck Cherry, which uh, you know they were yeah. the headliner, yeah. so yeah. most people were there to see them. But uh, you know, after they were, they were they actually had some pretty hardcore fans that after a couple of gigs. Uh, they would be they would be there and singing our song. So it's like, oh, that's cool. Oh, wow. oh. You know, so it's like that's that's awesome. You know that. Uh, oh, that's cool. Uh, you know, people come in and there were people there, even though they they only did the UK on that tour, and but there were people there from all over Europe, and and it was really cool. Oh, that's and, cool. Uh, uh, but but yeah, no, the feedback was was great, and uh, it was it was very fun to actually play shows for, you know. Uh, a, a, a really cool audience every every night because you know you don't always get that when you're when you're performing. So it was mm. they were very open and very very kind, and a lot of people want to take pictures or they bought CDs and whatnot. Yeah. And 
It's very, very, very supportive. Yeah. And have a chat with you that's afterwards cool. and all that. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people wanted to to meet me and the band, and yeah, we made oh. a lot of friends. So it was cool. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's good to yeah. hear. So the UK will be wanting you back again then. Soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, and we'd love to be back for sure. Yeah. Uh, we'd love to. Uh, I, I, there were some places we didn't play. We didn't play Scotland, and we didn't play. No. Mm. Okay. Um. So Ireland? yeah, we want to play. Go to Ireland? No, you didn't go to Ireland. Uh. No, we no. yeah. So we we have places to places to play when we That's come good. back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool, exactly. Cool. So, <laughs> bit of bit of a fun question, really, Rocky. See how sure. you feel about this one. This is well, we we quite like this one. It you're going out for dinner. What three people would you have for you for dinner? Who would you invite? Oh. Oh my God, that's a good one. Uh, who would I invite? So yeah. I guess the question is, who would I actually want? To yeah, exactly. Have yeah. Dinner with? Exactly. Who would you want to have dinner with? Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. You know, and it, it's a it's a sore subject because he's he's, he's not with us anymore. But I, I was just watching an interview with David Bowie. Oh. And, oh. and he seemed like such a cool guy. I mean, he, he was. Mm. Oh my God! I think he would have been uh, just spectacular to have dinner with. Oh yeah, and the stories um, as well. Oh, he's mega. Yeah. Awesome. He's oh, mega. the stories would be amazing. He's mega. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, if, yeah, yeah, that man has. Uh, well, he lived an incredible life, and yeah. uh, he was. Uh, I mean, he was an incredible guy in so many ways. But mm. uh, anyway, that was just like a fresh memory like that. Uh, I'm trying to think of people that are alive. Because I also want to say Jimi Hendrix, but he's definitely not no, with us. No, well, well say what? No, whoever. Whoever. I mean, David yeah. Bowie. Whoever. Hendrix. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's really cool. I mean, they're both legends. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, you see, my problem is that I love everything that happened before I was born. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, like all the people that were doing stuff in the '80s and the '70s and the '60s. Yeah. Perfect. Great. Love it. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know. Now, if I'm trying to think of people that are current, I, I wouldn't necessarily know. But uh, I'll bring I'll, I'll bring up David uh, Gilmore again because uh, David Gilmore, yeah. I think, would have uh, some some cool stories, and he I think he would be pretty chill to to have dinner with because yeah. he seems well, like I a think, chill guy. Um, I think Rocky, Jimi Hendrix, David Boeing, Dave Gilmore. I think it's pretty. That'd that's be quite good, cool. Good that's night. quite a good dinner, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> be a lot of talk about guitars probably yeah <laughs> and one um just one little story from from me rocky as i think it's 2004 mm -hmm. i was coming back from a festival and um i was coming to the isle of Wight festival actually i was coming off of one other festival coming over here and one of the guys said to me oh uh, you know come down i do some sort of work and bits and pieces for them and i didn't realize i got there i didn't even look who was on the roster i didn't have a clue i was looking after a couple of a sort of um up-and-coming artists and um one of the guys said, oh, you're going to stay around for the weekend? I went, well, okay, yeah, no no problem. Still didn't look at who was on. Got there, got a program, and I thought, oh, my God, Sunday night headlining was David Bowie. <laughs> wow. And I managed it. Wow. One thing for you, I managed, I watched him, mm -hmm. and I managed to say hello to him, shook his hand, and said, what? I just, oh, it was, it was, and that's all I said to him. I said, real pleasure mm -hmm. to see you, David. Great performance. Don't want to take out your time. And he just said to me, it's not a problem, Pete. Thanks for being here. God bless and take care whatever you do. And that was that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's cool. amazing. And he was, he was shit hot, Rocky, to be honest with you. It was just, <laughs> it was just real quality. It was so good. Yeah. It's, yeah, there is a, there is a certain quality with him that mm. I, I don't see that very often. He's just, mm. just incredible. Yeah. His whole persona, wouldn't it? It just, yeah. he had that. Yeah. Sparkle 
you know, in his eyes. I think yeah, I think if so I could um, put on a festival now, Rocky, I think it would be Friday night. Let's say you headline Friday night, okay? <laughs> we have okay. Pink Floyd headline Saturday and David Bowie Sunday. That that would yeah. be my three days, and then you'd have support. Cool lineup. Cool lineup. You could. I mean, if wow. we went a fourth day, I could have probably mix it between Prince and you too. To be honest with you, mm. that's what I would do. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, Prince is another. Uh, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> he was just. Uh, he was an amazing. Uh, well, yeah, great songwriter, great guitar player. Yeah. Purple singer. Rain. I always love that. Song. You like that, didn't you? Yeah. 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 Very wow. Cool. I mean, there we go. Yeah. Well, what can I say to that? I can't, I can't say no more. But we have Rocky as the new Dave Gilmore, Jimi Hendrix, David Bowie going forward. There we go. How about that? Sounds good. <laughs> we, we can only try. Exactly. That's right. right. Got to aspire, haven't you? Well, of course you have. So, yeah. So, I mean, what is next for you then, Rocky? I know you mentioned about, we were going to talk to you about it actually, with this lead role yeah. then in the Rockin' in Time movie, which sounds really cool. So have you got have you got anything new coming up? Any Anything on the sort of, um, on the agenda at the moment? Um, That's, uh, the movie's definitely one of the big things. And, yeah. uh, the other thing, which I briefly mentioned, is that I am working on the next album, which yep. I think yep. is is going to make you know Firestorm is going to be like Firestorm is going to be like the little the Lego car, and then now it's going to be the Ferrari. You know, it's like yeah. it's okay. it, this mm. is um, this is actually the first album I ever wrote, but I I I, I sent it through the the recycle plant, you know, like a thousand times <laughs> and. Uh, and yeah. just like the polish and, you know, gave it like 10 car washes and uh, uh, really, I mean, I've learned a lot since I've, I've wrote this album when I was 14 and I've learned a lot since then. And I sort of uh, made a lot of changes so that it's, it is what I want it to be now. So I yeah. feel, I feel like uh, this one's gonna, um, this one's, uh, it's going to take it to the next level. I think it's, 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 it's a really, uh, it's, it's a really interesting album. I mean, it, it's, uh, I tend to write a lot about uh, mental health, so mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. it, it is. It's 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 a serious album, but uh, I think uh, I think people are gonna gonna appreciate it. I hope well, that's so. a good thing. Well, I think good. that's a good thing to talk about. I think yeah, it's, quite it's a really poignant. important thing. Yeah. I, really, well, isn't it? I, I, it is important, but a lot of people don't want to talk about it. So mm -hmm. I think uh, it's it's yeah. it's important to 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 talk about it so that people. Yeah. Yeah, uh, at least have somebody to listen to. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and if you that. can do it through music, then what a better way to you know put on some tunes and uh, you know cry make yourself feel better. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get, get, exactly. Yeah. I, I think. I think maybe. I don't know. Maybe the world should talk a bit more. There's, there's, mm. you know, I'm not going to go on about it, but there's too much in the world that's negative. And I think sometimes right. you've got to look at the positive, and people don't tend to look at the positive. Mm. And I think that's important, really. Um, yeah. You know, music True. is one of those things that it resonates pff, with, with a lot of people. With a lot of people. Yeah. You know, all around the world. Yeah. Um, so, mm -hmm. so with this movie, then, Brocky, have you have you done a bit of acting before? Is it is it something that you've always uh, you know, um, been in, <clears throat> excited to sort of do, or how did that sort of come about? Um, I've, I've been sort of doing some acting since I was maybe like fourteen, fifteen, but, but it's always kind of at a, either with friends or something. And then more recently, it was kind of I'm trying to think it was twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen that mm. 
I got a uh, I got an agent mm. for acting, which was uh, it was really through a friend who uh, got me involved. So that, that's kind of how I started with. I took some acting lessons. I I did a lot of additions for things. Mm-hmm. I did. I I've, I guess I, I don't know if you have Geico in in, in the UK, but they're like a, it's like an insurance company. But I did a lot of like Geico oh. additions, like commercials for, for uh, additions for, uh, for them. Okay. And okay. Uh, and other things like a lot of stuff. And I did some. Sh- I did like a like a student film, like a short film. Yeah. And obviously, I done a lot of I done music videos and and those things. But this is really the first time I'm. I'm doing like a lead in a in a in a in a in a movie. You know, that's that's that. that it's a big step for sure. Yeah. It's a, it's yeah. going to be a challenge, but yeah, I I I think it's going to be cool because we're doing the kind of it's you know it's a it's a rock and roll time travel movie, and yeah. uh, it, it's the characters. It starts out in the '80s, so it's kind of. Uh, you know, it's perfect because I'm kind of I consider myself a you know an, an '80s rocker that had the misfortune of being born in the '90s. So it's kind <laughs> of it's like I'm, I'm I get to sort of play not necessarily myself, but it's 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 someone that I can definitely relate to as mm-hmm. you know as as a human being. So it's it's it, that part will make it easier. I'm, I'm not playing uh, you know a gladiator or something. You know, I don't have to <laughs> no, uh, work yeah, out no. in the gym for ten hours a day. Uh, no, you I'm- know. Uh, with uh, you know the Rock, uh, you know Dwayne Johnson or something. So, so <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, no. I'm, I'm I'm in good shape in the sense yeah. that I'm I'm playing someone that I I think I can. It fits. I can, I, yeah, I like it fits. It's a good. It's a it's a good role for me. So yes. it's yeah. gonna be fun, and I, I get to be a part of, uh, you know, some of the writing and and, and some of that. So I think it, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a. Uh, I think it's gonna be a good. Uh, it's gonna be an interesting movie. It's gonna be. We're gonna try to make it fun. It's uh, you know, it's rock and roll time travel so you know i hope hopefully people can um, can enjoy that yeah we're not going to film it until next year so oh, okay. we still have some time to get oh, ready cool. for it and i suppose Brilliant. maybe would it, would it go to theaters rocky or would it go straight to sort of one of the streaming platforms do you, do you know any of that at the moment i i uh they are uh, we are uh, shooting for for a theater release okay. and uh there are I'm sure there are some details to be figured out, but uh, yeah. at least yeah. in the in the U.S., there there's already uh, a really uh, a really a relationship with uh, AMC, which is okay. the, yes. the biggest yeah, yeah. Uh, the yeah. biggest yeah, yeah. brand here. So yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, but cool. I, I'm not sure about the details in other countries. So no, yeah, we'll have to no. find out. The early no. days. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Cool. Oh, we'll have to yeah. keep, keep an eye on that. that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned for more detail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exciting time. Uh, well, actually, then then Rocky's next, you know, I don't want to tempt fate, but I don't know. He could be with Dwayne Johnson and Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible 10. <laughs> don't Ooh, know. There you go. You never know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Playing wow, air yeah. guitar. It could be, it could be the, the, the from... rock meister that turns bad. Ooh, the rock guitarist that turns bad. I like bad. that. Yeah, it's a, the bad guy is a, is a shredding guitar player. <laughs> yeah. He turns up on stage and <laughs> just delivers a great performance, and then he, he puts all the audience under sort of like a spell. Hypno- a spell. Ooh. And Tom Cruise has shred to, you. I will shred, <laughs> shred you to pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Hold that call. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Oh. That'd be funny. Maybe actually, yeah. maybe not. Maybe get Jack Black. Jack yeah. Black alongside. Oh, oh my god, I love Jack Black. He's, oh, yeah, he's just, Sco- he's School perfect. of Rock. I love that film. Yeah, he was awesome. Oh, he's so funny. That oh, would be good. Hilarious. That, 
I would love to do something with him, whatever it is. I don't care if I'm his his, his house housemate or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's just whatever, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Oh, it's very cool, very cool. Yeah, I suppose last of all, really, where can our listeners find out more about, you know, mm-hmm. you and your music? Sure. Uh, uh, you can always go to rockykramer.com. Uh, that's the, sort of the easy one. There's links there to, if you want to, if you want to buy Firestorm, you can get it both on, uh, on you can get a CD, you can get a, a the high quality vinyl. It's like 180 gram oh, uh, nice. virgin yeah. vinyl. It's like the, oh, the, nice. the very special type. Uh, yeah. It was mastered by Bernie Grundman, who mastered oh, wow. Thriller and yeah, Purple yeah. Rain and, you know, mm. all the, all the great records so wow um, wow um cool. and uh yeah there are links there to social media which is usually rocky kramer just one word uh on facebook it's rocky kramer official because i couldn't get rocky kramer yeah <laughs> i think it's like a dog or something that has, has that so okay oh dear. You know, right. people, people name their their dogs rocky for some reason what's up with that <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's only one rocky exactly That's exactly right. yeah <laughs> and just before you go, just touching on the mastering side, is it's one of my favourite areas of the music industry. It's just oh. I was always taught that you know an album sounds great, but the mastering mm. always adds like four or five percent to it. But it's that four or five percent, Rocky, that is just mm. ridiculous. To yeah. be honest with you, a mastering oh, yeah. engineer is just phenomenal. I think really, it's just they just really are. Yeah, no, it's it, it's important, and that's one of the things that most, uh, at least, like the um, what should I say, the, like the 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 low budget, like the indie artists, they, mm-hmm. they tend to really skip on the mastering and do, just do it kind of like the quick, the yeah. quick way yeah. with like their friend has a limiter plug in uh, in Pro Tools and okay, it's good now. It's loud. It distorts, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. distorts yeah. half the time, but it's good and loud. Yeah. Uh, but uh, when you got guys like Bernie Grumman, and I was actually there and you can yeah. see this on my YouTube channel. Uh, mm-hmm. f- for those of you who are interested in mastering, um, there is a, a video with me actually with Bernie Grumman, who is, I think he's half Norwegian or his, uh, one of his grandparents are Norwegian. So he actually knows Norway, he's been to Norway, even yeah. though his family's yeah. from Bude, which is more north. That's more like mm-hmm. where it's, uh, you know, dark half of the year. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, no sun for six months, which wow. sounds horrible. But uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah. uh, I wow. digress. <laughs> uh, he, uh, I was watching him. Like he, he goes in. He listens to the frequencies. He's, he's, he boosts a little bit here, maybe cuts a little bit there. It does yeah. very, very like micro adjustments. Like it's, it's almost, it's yeah. not, mm. it's not a big deal. But when you, when you all, when you put it all together, oh, it is. Uh, yeah. It, yeah, it really does make a difference. And and yeah. it's, it's, it is an important step. And I'm, 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 I'm intrigued by it too. Like every time I make now mm-hmm. that I'm making demos for this album. I'm sitting there myself. I have some again. They're like plugins. I mean, I'm, these these are demos, but I'm I'm just sitting there like boosting frequencies and using limiters, just learning that that whole process because it's it's mm-hmm. a very fascinating what you can do just with a few little tweaks. It just it makes a big difference. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it's just, it's always you know appreciate yeah. your mastering engineer people. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. hands up. Yeah, oh, a- absolutely, absolutely. Well, mm-hmm. I mean. What more can we say, Bex? Yeah, I know. It's um, come to the end now, really, Rocky, but it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you and just learning more about you, your Likewise. background and, and your music. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Rocky, and it's been a, it's been a real pleasure. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Uh, it's, it's, been a, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's been fun. Well, that's all for today's episode of The Entertainment Engine, and thanks for listening 
Join us again next week for more great guest interviews from the world of entertainment. It would be great to have your feedback on the show, so please drop us a message at any time. We would love to hear from you. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your favourite podcast platforms so you never miss an episode. Thanks for listening to the show. And remember to all stay safe. The Entertainment Engine.